0: Nick, you spent all day in the sun today? Is that true?
1: No, I spent all day in the clouds.
0: Oh, was it cloudy? (laughs) I spent all day indoors, so I don't know what the weather was like.
1: I was going to say, was it not sunny near you? Or was it sunny near you? It was cloudy near me and kind of cold.
0: I I, got to be honest, I don't really recall. (laughs) No, it was
1: cloudy. I had a work event. Um, But we, I mean, I was inside until one, I'd say. And then I was under, a not a tent, but like a metal rooftop thing. Uh, so I'm as pale as ever. How are you?
0: I'm good. Today was my first time with my new job in the office, as well as my first time talking with a client.
2: So it was
0: it was a really big day. It was exciting. It was nerve wracking. But it was really nice. There was a community. I also had like a regional meeting with the the people in my position, as well as like higher ups and supervisors and all that stuff that are out based out of my office. And it was just really nice. Like people were very kind. We joked around. We made, you know, one person the butt of all of our jokes. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was a really good experience and I'm excited to just get started. So yeah.
1: That's exciting. And congratulations because it's your first... Would you say, would you call it your first, because I don't know, I've had so many jobs, but I called the bank my first, like, I'm not even going to say that because I I considered the what do you consider this? Is this like your first full-time job? That was a nice voice crack on my part. It was a
0: good voice crack. I would say it's my first, I guess it is, because it's my first, it is my first full-time job, because when I work for the hospital, and technically I'm still working for the hospital, I'm just working for them per diem, um when I worked for the hospital, it was part-time and same thing for the furniture bank. They were two part-time jobs.
1: Uh, Yeah. I was never full-time at the restaurant. I don't know if I just said I considered that a full-time job. I meant I consider that like a real job. (laughs) Oh, that's not a real job. And it's like, "Eh, shut up.
0: Um, It was also my first job that I actually went through the, I mean, we did three episodes on it, but the application process went through the full application process for, and I, put something on the line in order to get it and potentially be rejected because I got the hospital job through summer internships and having a connection and I shadowed the person that ended up being my supervisor. And then we, she was like, oh, I love the work that you do. When you graduate, do you want a job? And I was like, sure. So I was lucky in that way. But this is also my first time in a position where... Not that I didn't earn the other one, but I feel like I earned it because I went through all of like the right application interview, like my own merit earned it. Yeah. Like I did, my, my own merit earned it. I and I, I know people know what I mean. Like yeah, of course. I earned it yes through connections the last one, but this one I earned not knowing anybody and I don't know.
2: Yeah, no big deal.
0: And
1: I'm I'm excited for you and I hope it this role allows you to do as much as possible that you want to.
0: Yeah, thank you. So I'm super excited. But yeah, um, I've been getting some, I just want to give you some feedback. I've been getting some really great responses to your Academy episode last week.
2: Oh, yay.
1: I was going to say to everyone listening, are you excited to hear Justin again? Because I just talked for <laughs> an hour and 10 minutes straight. Um, Thank you.
0: I mean, it ties into what I'm grateful for, which is you really leaning into that episode, because I know it wasn't easy. I've said this now on three episodes, but I I know that wasn't easy. And I know that kind of was like a balance that you had to strike because you didn't want to you wanted to inform, but also didn't want to, like, reassure yourself and anything that you might have been might have said and right. reassure right. other people um so there was a like, there's a balance and that that must have not been easy so i don't know i thought it was really it was a long one but it was a good one.
1: Oh, it was long yeah <laughs> thank you i appreciate that a lot um so i'll just say i'm grateful for you for saying that and also dan um producer dan who's probably going to kill me for mentioning this but he sent me a really nice uh message on signal which is the app we use to communicate the three of us um just thanking me for sharing and um he just said that he learned a lot so I was very appreciative of that uh and yeah no I really enjoyed it too my therapist might be listening to it which is going to be wild because I have him tomorrow so I'm really excited Uh, I know what we'll be talking about if he has listened to it is
0: he listening before your session on purpose or well I sent
1: it to I was supposed to see him today but because I had that work event I had to move it and he wrote back saying how does two thirty tomorrow work and i said great also
0: add this to my file OCD...
1: <laughs> yeah no episode about ocd is uh coming out today at 12 and i sent him the link nice so we'll see that's awesome i'm sure he'll want to listen to it
0: i'm curious to hear what him being a professional in the field
1: yeah, I'm really. Of it, you know, I mean, he no I think honestly, I don't think he. I think he's going to approve
0: just because you know. It'd be funny whatever. if he, his, his.
1: He was know. like, "You said
0: everything wrong." Yeah, if his client, you know, leaned into vulnerability and talked about their experience on a podcast and was like, "Well, here's what I would have done."
1: Yeah. No. He. I genuinely. I know what he's going to say, and I think he'll be. I think he's going to appreciate the episode and enjoy it but i would love for you to introduce this week's topic because you shared it with me and i find it so interesting and just so i'm really looking forward to this discussion so yeah take it away penny
0: So this is an idea that I, I don't know, I think it's good. So it it stems from the idea of my mom, and I think her mom, and potentially her mom, has always said to my family that friends come and go, but family is forever. And I think that's true, right? As we go through different stages of life, as we grow up, our... Friends, we get we get new friends, we lose friends, we friends evolve, and you know, fr- frankly, if I'm being honest, they're not guaranteed, right? Friendships are not guaranteed. That's why right. the good friendships that we have are so special, right? Because <laughs> you don't have to be here doing a podcast with me, <laughs> right.
1: and you don't know when they're going to end. Quite frankly, right. or if wow. they're going to end, into uncertainty.
0: Leaning into uncertainty, or if they're going to end, and right. Oftentimes when they end, it's like um what? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes there isn't
1: nothing.
0: Right. And and my mom's just saying that, you know, family is a constant. This episode we're not talking about family. I really actually wanted to lean into and talk about and discuss, Nick, um friends that you and I have had that maybe didn't work out. Some friends that we're not going to, we're not going to, maybe we'll call them by aliases. We don't have to call these people by names. And, you know, this is the, this is the trauma episode. Um. Right.
1: I, well, it sounded at first like you're were like, we're going to talk about people that we both know. Not yeah. necessarily. I thought, but I get what you're saying. We're each going to talk about like people that we've been friends with that we might not necessarily be friends with any, not necessarily, that we aren't friends with anymore. And why, and just our thoughts and the reasons.
0: Yeah, and just kind of what led to these things. And, and I think even something more interesting is like, not more interesting, but you know, I kind of like, I kind of like drama sometimes. Is like, why did that friendship fall by the wayside?
1: Word was t-tated.
0: it was it was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Was it a good reason that it it didn't last, or was it a bad thing that didn't last? And do you have have guilts or regrets or did you grieve you know just all these things and 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 I think I've had a handful of these happen in my life and um I think a lot of them almost every single one has taught me something I don't know if that's can be the same thing for you so um I'm, I'm just curious and I guess I'll start by does one come you don't have to get into it yet but does one come to mind right now as as we as we talk about as we begin this discussion and if so is this friendship a more recent friendship that has fallen by the wayside or has it one from when you were younger
1: i can think of a bunch just because my friend group today is not my friend group five years ago and even my group my friend group like location plays a big factor in it. So mm. the people that I considered like my closest friends, yeah, I'm still very close with them, but I don't necessarily talk to them every day. Right. So I think proximity is a big thing. And also just how much you talk, because I don't see you every day either. Right. But I think the po- we've talked about how the podcast has brought us, not brought us back together, because we didn't just like stop, be- we were never not friends. We always were friends and we always talked, which was what you know, led us to start the podcast in the beginning, but we weren't talking every day and it wasn't like a, it, much like a lot of my other friends from college, I wasn't really talking to you guys because we were just all busy doing our own thing and, right. you know, graduation were kind of pulled, pulled apart very quickly. Um, so I think, yeah, the, I'm thinking of a bunch of different um, instances. Did you want me to name one or? No, well, you bring up an asking? interesting
0: point because I wasn't even really thinking about friendships that... Might have like lost touch, but like something hasn't like specifically happened to like end that friendship. Like, I think I have some friends out there who I have lost touch with, but I don't know where our relationship stands. If I were to reach out, I like I'm an optimist, so I like to think that if I were to reach out, I'd be like, Hey, it's been so long, I'm so sorry that I let the busyness of life get in. Get in the way and then hope that in response they'd be like, Oh my gosh, no, relationships are a two-way street. I didn't reach out either. Sometimes people aren't like that. But (laughs) but it's true. It is true, but like though that's like I feel like even a separate category than what I was even thinking of. Because I was thinking of like a relationship like I'm no longer friends with this person, and I know that if I were to reach out, I'm not friends with this person anymore. And whether that's for better or for worse, or that was on purpose or not on purpose. Um, that was just a whole nother category of friendships that I hadn't even thought about.
1: Yeah. That's where my mind went. Just cause like I was thinking about the different, like, I was just looking at the timeline, but yeah. I feel like I should, we should get into specifics. Sure. So,
2: so
0: I can, do you have any, what, do you want to go first? You're, I can start. Um, I will call this person Johnny. All right, Johnny. <laughs> so johnny i am not friends with anymore johnny take a hike and our friendship johnny and i were friends since kindergarten we uh went to the same school system i went to public elementary school so all the way up to public um to fifth grade we were kind of on and off friends you know how like You talk about proximity, especially when you're in elementary school. It's like whoever's in your class is your best friend, you know? It's not like you have... Unless you have, like, close family friends. And we lost touch in middle school because I was... I changed schools and he stayed in the same school system. When we got to high school, we really reconnected. And we would... We had a friend group. We called ourselves the Squad which is funny because now the squad is like this group of um, women of color who are like in in the Congress. I don't know. Are they sent? No, representatives, representatives, um, which, which they, the, the squad didn't exist then, but we called ourselves the squad. And See, I hear squad.
1: I hear squad. And I think Taylor Swift's like group. Ta- oh, group Taylor guys. Swift squad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess
0: squad is just a group, a name for like group of people. Yeah. But anyway, the, we call ourselves the squad. It was a group of four of us and we were just inseparable. And I, uh, would invite him, whether it be with the squad or just him by himself to like different things. Like I love, you know, I love going to Bruins games and, um, I would invite him to Bruins games or, um, when my family used to have the house in New Hampshire, we would go to Canby Lake Park, which I know you like going to Canyon Lake Park, especially yep. around this time of year. I yes. don't. Um, and it'll be my second time. But he, uh, yeah, and so like he would come to Canyon Lake Park, and I would invite him to. We went to separate high schools, but we connected in in high school again. And I would invite him to things that my high school friends would go to, and which were separate from the squad, and. Yeah, like, we were just kind of always connected. And part of the squad was my other friend, we'll call her Chloe, and my now ex-girlfriend. So it was Johnny, Chloe, my ex, and myself were the members of the squad. And we were all very close, and my parents noticed that when I would either hang out with Squad, or when I didn't hang out with Squad, I'd hang out with other high school friends or whatever, and I invited Johnny, I would always invite Johnny to different things, but Johnny would never invite me to his Ooh. friends' things. So it was I think like,
1: I might have heard of, of Johnny before. Of Johnny?
0: Maybe. Yeah. I think so. So, Maybe. anyway, I was always like, no, it's fine. Like, he, he just i don't know if i convinced myself that he just didn't have other friends which was not true (laughs) or i was like no it's fine like i i want to invite him i don't want him to feel pressure to invite me to whatever it was fine anyway high school we're super close everyone's super close and then um i had actually this is important i had introduced johnny to um my ex and chloe so like I was kind of, you know me, I like connecting people. I like yes, you you know, meeting, having people meet and all that stuff. And I like bringing my worlds together and all that stuff. And so we reach the end of senior year and then we're all going off to college at the end of the summer and it's scary and we're all like, oh my gosh, ah. like, no. And my freshman year of college was not great.
1: I think I know where this is going.
0: And one of the things that made it not great was that my ex ended up breaking up with me unexpectedly. And that happens. And in hindsight, it, it, you know, it is what it is. And I grew a lot from it. And, you know, it was a big... I feel
1: like it's pretty common at that. It is very common.
0: For sure. For sure. Because you grow so much between in college, those first even few months from like who you were in high school.
1: Of course, it's still devastating. Though. It was it was
0: devastating, to... but honestly, like, I am glad that it happened. Um, and, but, obviously at the time, I was devastated. And so I leaned on Johnny, because I was like, Johnny, my ex broke up with me. I can't believe, it's funny saying my ex broke up with me. My ex broke up with me, and I'm really sad, like, and he was there, but... Only to the point where he wanted to make sure he could, and I think there's a way he could do this correctly, but he wasn't. He wanted, he was only there for me in the sense that he didn't want me to be mad at him or my ex to be mad at him. And that he wanted like both of us to like, okay, like, yes, like we can still be friends with Johnny, blah, blah, blah. But he, he just maneuvered it in such a way that he it, he really showed his true colors and that he really didn't give a crap about me It if I was okay. Um, it was more so just, oh, but is your ex okay? Can I still be friends with your ex? Is that okay? Can I still, like, whatever. And I think that's fine. But it just the shallowness to his um, comments and his care when I was in a moment of need. And I... You know, my ex and I cut off contact pretty soon after that. But was just very it was very apparent. And it and it sucked. Yeah. So, I mean, and like I've had relationships in the past that have ended and mutual friends have have been had and the mutual friends were still able to be mutual friends despite one of my romantic relationships ending. Right? And so and and I just think this person did it very poor job of being like, Oh, like, listen, I'm I have your back. Like, I'm thankful that you introduced me to Chloe and your ex and like know that I have your back though. If you need someone, let me know. It was more so just like, Okay, but your ex is feeling this way and I'm gonna go talk to your ex now. Like if we if I was face like FaceTiming with Johnny, it was like okay, your ex is calling now. I'm going to go talk to her. And I was like, it's like, I know I feel like in telling this story, it sounds so like dumb to be upset about. No,
1: I I understand what you mean though, because I, I was thinking about how I was going to tell mine and it's like, it, a lot of it sounds like, oh, that bothered you. Like but it's not. I, I understand what you're saying I'm not saying your story sounds like that, but when I'm yeah, thinking about mine I'm like, Oh, that bothered you. Right.
0: Right. So I don't know. That friendship ended. Johnny and I have not talked um actually we got during a break from school, we came back home and we ended up getting breakfast or lunch or something, and he couldn't stop talking about himself, and about my ex, and about Chloe, despite my relationship with Chloe, not necessarily being re- being strained by my breakup, but the fact was, my ex and Chloe were close friends, and Johnny and I were close friends, and then we just kind of combined to make the squad, so when my ex and I broke up, it made sense that my ex and Chloe kind of stuck together but anyway just we got breakfast and that entire meal johnny just talked about himself and talked about what my ex and what chloe is up to and all that stuff and i hadn't really i just kind of distanced myself from the squad and it was really difficult and i just learned like he knew that i had a very sucky freshman fall and he didn't ask anything about how i'm doing what like are you adjusting or anything like that and again we're 18 19 years old but like that was what that was kind of a make-or-break meal for me and I was like yeah and we're done with this so that was like a true abrupt friendship and it sucked because it was like I was friends with you since kindergarten and we like grew up together and then to have it end that way and kind of like my parents were like hmm told you so (laughs) <laughs> not told
1: not Not told you so
0: but like you know they were like no. it didn't reciprocate things weren't going to go well and they didn't go No, well.
1: I, I know and i've been in their position saying that too but i hate when people say that to me especially family members um or that they're just like betting on it not going on like, not betting obviously but i can't i i have been in their shoes too so i can't talk right at all right at all but i yeah so it's just, a, it's, it's a sucky feeling. To, right. To, and, and, and like,
0: and, I think, yes, I had to go through it myself because I was, you know, you not ne- like, not necessarily to the full extent of this phrase, love is blind, but like friendship can right. be blind too, because you can just be mm-hmm. like, no, all this, all these great qualities of this friend and my parents who are also people who care about me and whatever are like, mm, I don't know but yeah yeah, that stunk but what i learned from that and then i want to hear all about yours is that friendship as we kind of said in the beginning of this episode is a two-way street because Mm -hmm. i would offer things i would invite him to things and um and i love doing that and I, i wouldn't not do that because someone didn't reciprocate but i think where I draw the line is, or even a boundary is if someone who I'm doing something with or for, or not, not even for if, if someone I'm hanging out with and I'm fighting them different things, whatever, I I appreciate gratitude in my friendships because although someone might not be as like sociable as me or someone might not be as like extrovert as me or might not be as much of a planner as me or all that type of stuff. I appreciate in a friendship if someone is at least like, hey, this that was so fun, thank you for inviting me to that. And I don't think I got that in that friendship. And I think that's what really stunk. And so I learned to kind of look for that in my friendships and relationships going forward yeah
1: that's that's really um valuable i think and what i learned from your story because that's even you know like i think you can learn from listening too yeah. uh is just to be more mindful in my own relationships not that i'm not saying like because that's a fun thing to do when you're like oh my god did i blah, blah, blah. no but i'm just saying like sometimes even like maybe if he had just stopped for two seconds to think about you know like his presence in your friendship maybe things could have been a little bit different um right but again like you said you were 18 and 19 but or 18 or 19 but still
0: yeah you know there was definitely some immaturity there and do i miss johnny yes and no i mean i i miss johnny in the sense that he lives close by to where I live right now. And I don't have that connection anymore. And that stinks. Right. You know, I think yeah. you and I could go into a whole episode about or we might have already about, you know, moving back home. And it's like, okay, going back into that high school brain initially and being having those high school friendships, but yet we're all different right. people. But th- I think that was a little bit weird when I first moved back home. But yeah, yeah. That was that was my first one and I have another one that if, if time allows I want to share but I want to hear about yours what's who uh, who are you thinking about I'm curious more so the pseudonym you're giving him with the alias. Um <laughs> or her um, or them
1: I have a bunch of I have a bunch okay. I have a bunch but I'm only going to give one story I think on this episode in the interest of time and also the one that I think stands out from the rest of them. So this is a friend I also had in high school. I will say that they... I'm trying to name them. Um, I feel like I just need to give them, like, pseudonomious or something. Like, something stupid. Pseudonomious. That's what we're going to call it. Pseudonomious?
0: Yeah. Pseudonomious. All right. This is a side note, but... My roommate, Patrick, in college, was a big, like, into Assassin's Creed and just gaming and stuff, and I... This is weird, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching him play those games because there's a storyline. I was like, oh, I gave you the storyline. I don't know. I'm weird. I like stories, but no, I don't know. No, I love video games
1: with storylines. But
0: anyway, this is related to Pseudonomius. He played an Assassin's Creed. I don't know if it was like the Persian War or, some, or maybe something in Greek history. I don't know. But there was a character named, um, and it came out of nowhere. It was a character named Testicles. And and we, we
1: that shouldn't be that funny. we di- we died, but
0: it was like we're I don't know if that's just like stereotypical boy humor. But like so anyway, Pseudonomious. It's
1: hysterical. It's hysterical.
0: Pseudonomious, I was just reminded of testicles.
1: I love that. And Thank you for that anecdote, that was... <laughs> uh, I just want everybody to know he started this one. I did. Not,
0: I did start this tangent. I'm so sorry. Okay. okay. Anyway, Pseudonomius. Okay.
1: Pseudonomius. Um I knew in seventh and eighth grade. We went to the same public school system, but we weren't friends. We were friendly. We had worked on a project together um, in one of our classes and we had, um, we bonded over that, but that was pretty much the only, and it was a pretty significant memory for us because we were like, oh, remember that project when we had to do the work and like that other person dumped all of blah, blah, blah on us. And that was just kind of like the narrative there. But then we found out we were going to go to the same high school because um, I also went to private school. And we were like, oh, you know, like th- that kid seems like someone I want to be friends with. Um, and who wouldn't want to be friends with someone named Pseudonomius? You know, <laughs> yeah. So I... Right, really so unique like,
0: personality.
1: Right. Um, so we became friends very quickly um, and I started realizing that they, I wanna do this without like calling them out cause there will be people that listen to this episode that know who I'm speaking about. So I don't wanna be like disrespectful but they had some tall tales, we'll say. Um, and at first I was just like, wow, that was that's an unbelievable story that's really cool that you got to experience that and then it became a pattern that other people also noticed but yeah they they lied a lot or they shared stories that were not the truth um and it annoyed a lot of people uh including me but i was nicer about it than most. But I wasn't, and I will say this, and this is something I regret and something I would have done differently now. We would laugh about it behind closed doors. And that's literally talking about someone behind their back. And that's something I regret um in this relationship. But what again, this is what I mean by like this is what I was thinking of when I was like, it's a two-way street. Like I was not perfect in this situation. But this person was also because I allowed like some people would blatantly say that is not true that didn't happen um whereas i not only would be like oh that's really cool to their face so i kind of got roped into the oh nick you were there too sometimes Mm. and or like back me up and i'd be like oh i don't remember i wasn't there but like that's not that like everybody has we were at the time, what, 14? So I don't hold any of that against the person. But they were very controlling of me to the point that like, they'd be like, oh, it's 3.45 or it's 3.40, the train is gonna be here soon, let's go. And I'd be like, well, I wanna leave at 3.50 with everybody else. And he'd like start packing my bag. oh, Which was like manipulative. Hmm looking back and controlling um, and just like the we would have plans one night and you would have to tell everybody at the lunch table that we had plans like the two of us like it was a very like controlling such situ- like friendship yeah um, and very one sided in that way and we had great times we laughed a lot but I always felt like I was this person's like not puppet because I wasn't like doing their dirty work but you know what I mean like I was at like I had to be like at their like beck and call or like we had to do I don't don't yeah but very controlled um and again when we were alone I had a great time when we were in groups I had a great time but when we were in groups it was a lot of like clinging to me or um you want to just like that I remember one time, and we were all at the mall, and he was like, "Do you want to just go?" Like, like do you want to just hang? Like, and I was like, "Well, no, I want to stay at at the mall with everyone else." Um, And other people realized too that he clung to me. But honestly, again, like I could tell you stories of things that I did that I looked back. Like I told you, like high sc- or in college, I mentioned the kid who I was friends with in high school, and college came, he started drinking, I didn't, I felt left out, I made a comment about him drinking and like passing out on the floor, it was not, I was talking behind his back, was not appropriate, I should have known better, and he got mad at me, and we were not friends anymore, and that, I mean, I could say other things about that person that were not, like, he was not perfect either, but this person, like, I was in the wrong, and that is a a situation where I feel like my actions ended the friendship, but this case I feel like I I just I wasn't getting a lot from it um just it was very like oh like they would call me and be like where are like there were a lot of instances where it's like I thought you said you were doing this today like for example I and this was kind of like one of the last well we had a fight at the end of senior year and it was a big one it was actually I was venting and there's a common theme here. Is I was talking a lot about him like we all, like this was a common thing everybody was talking not everyone was talking but everybody knew it, this part. everybody was like not not even that nice to him to his face I was never mean to like to him we would all kind of get together and be like oh my god like this, this that was so annoying like he's lying here. like just very frustrating but I was venting to one of our mutual friends, I was like, I can't do that like anymore. Like they're they're annoying me, they're bothering me. Like and I accidentally <laughs> sent it to that person. Mm. And he was like, Alright, we're we're not talking anymore. And I was kind of like, all right, okay. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I don't want to like this is kind of my out oh, I feel really bad. Like I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. I just I was very frustrated. And again, this is not how I talk about people today. Like yeah. I just that's something yeah. I regret. Um, but so we had this fight he wanted to and I kind of like laid out all of these things like no these are the things you're doing that bother me too like this is not blah 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 and he was like okay I guess we're just going to agree to disagree we we'll go our separate ways he stops talking to me but he starts doing the like walks around our lunch table and then sits down like at a different table to like make a point like and people are all like what are you doing uh But long story short, I texted him right before graduation, like the day or the night before graduation. I said, hey, like, I know we, you know, ended things poorly, but I I felt bad, honestly. I was like, I don't want this person to not remember high school the way that it was. Like, I want him to be in these like group pictures like I was never wanted to like oust. like I was never that person where it's like no one talked to this like I never did that like this person kind of chose to remove himself um from this group so I texted him I said let's like if you want like I'm totally down to be civil tomorrow like I think we should remember you know high school the way it was and not the way it ended like I'm down to take pictures and whatever and he said I'd like that and we were civil, and we took pictures, and it was great, um, and I didn't mean let's go back to being friends, but I think that's kind of how he, t- and the reason that I was, like, so okay with not being friends, even though I had texted him and been, like, oh, this person, and it wasn't, like, a mean text. I w- it wasn't not a mean text at all, um, but I was so relieved. I was, like, oh, finally, like, I'm, I don't have to put up with this anymore, like, all of these, like, he, he was just very controlling, but he kind of took it as let's be friends again. And I fell back into that pattern of being friends with him to the point that it just restarted and it kind of got worse in the way that he, there was one day that I told him because I was just so sick of, um, like putting up with him, really, I have, I'm working And I went to Target with another group of friends. I wasn't actually at work. And he went down to my work to see, I don't think it was to surprise me, to be quite honest with you. I know you and Lauren were going to surprise me. That's not what you were doing. Um, And he was like, I went to, and I don't even know if this is true, because like I said, there were a lot of tall tales. But he was like, I went down to your work and they said you weren't, it was something, I don't want to get the specifics wrong, but you like, you weren't there or something. I don't know. Maybe he saw me on someone's Snapchat story and that's how he figured it out. I don't know. Um, But there was that time along with a, just kind of like, it was very manipulative behavior, like showing up at my house to say, I'm coming to visit you, but like not, it was, it was very like a dominant, like this was something that he knew what he was doing um so we ended our friendship and I haven't talked to that person since um and he uh what's his name pseudonomius um it's one of the few relationships that honest to god I wish him well like I'm not saying that just to be politically correct like I wish him well and I hope he got help for whatever he was struggling with I was also struggling with things at that time and I've gotten help for it like I I really do wish him well and I hope that he's learned I've definitely learned from this situation like I don't talk about people like that anymore i I really do try and lead with kindness every day like I really really try um and I think I do a much better job of it now but also i'm twenty four like i that would make sense that I'm not fourteen through newly 18 anymore but it's one of the one friendships that I'm like I don't miss it because it wasn't serving me I think it was serving him and I was too passive to say no this didn't happen and it came out in a lot of passive aggressiveness in joining in on these conversations when he wasn't there because I was so frustrated um and I and I felt like I was driven to that point like a lot of people were like you put up with a lot like people were celebrating when I when I ended this friendship and that wasn't what I was like, yes, like let's go get like, no. I I was like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. But that's one of the few relationships that I, so what I learned from that is just to really look at if a relationship is serving you, like, what are you getting out of the relationship? In my relationship, we were friends. Um, but what are you getting out of it like with you i'll i'll just answer that right now i've answered it before but it's like we are very i really really admire just your kindness and your oh it's just very unique to find a a male friend who is not afraid to be vulnerable i guess I've, i've talked about this a million times but i i don't think anybody thinks of you as like oh justin he's stone cold and fake you're very real yeah and i like that a lot and that's and you're very I just I you have a lot of the characteristics that I look for in a friend, so that's what I get out of this relationship. But that relationship, I only got like a laugh or two when we were together, but it was not serving me. So I guess just look for what you're look for what you're getting out of relationships is what I learned from that. I like that. And also that nothing is a two way two way street. Nothing's it goes right back to nothing's perfect. Nothing's gray, or everything's gray
0: area. nothing's a two way street
1: everything's at street
0: yeah 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 that's what i learned from that one. no yeah and i think there are some common threads between the first story i shared and the story that you shared is like i think so our members of our support systems were kind of like like not that we were blind to it but just kind of like you know it's sometimes when you're in it it's difficult to see that like maybe something isn't serving you as you might want it to or
1: people used to tell me, like, get rid of him. Like, why do you like? They once I stopped talking to him, like, he would try to talk to them, but they'd kind of be like, oh, uh huh, like, yeah, like they would just be like one word, right? Answers. Um,
0: I'm trying to think of a way to tie this episode in a bow. <laughs> like, how do we sum up what we shared? you know we're gonna break the pseudonyms and share the and real names, the real names. <laughs> no that would be terrible no because like i do like part of my heart i don't hold grudges and part of my heart cares about johnny mm-hmm. and cares about everyone else who was part of these stories like i do and i it, it's like it i guess maybe part of this episode was just i don't know maybe i was just feeling cathartic
1: yeah well maybe that's a great ending to this episode because we, those relationships are we don't know what they would be like today, you know they are open-ended, they're closed but they're they're mysteries like that shoulda, coulda, woulda
0: yeah, yeah, you know what I think that is a good way place to to leave it and to just kind of tie up tie it up with a bow that way because I feel like I mean, like my mom said and my grandmother said, friends come and go, but family's always there, yes. But I also think you have your chosen family, too, which are your friends. And it's tough to kind of lose those. But I don't know. This was this was a nice... I liked sharing the stories with you. And I kind of like processing it out loud and just being like, hmm, this is... It's tough, but I think we both learn things, and we might have some regrets, but we learn things about ourselves and about relationships with these.
1: I have a good way to end it.
0: Yes. And I agree.
1: I agree. Everything, yes, you just said. Um, We can just say, honestly, Johnny and
0: Pseudonomius
1: and (laughs) Testicles (laughs) (laughs) that we wish them well. Like, honestly, like, I wish We do. I wish, and again, I'm sorry for anything I did to
0: hurt you, because, yeah. like I said, I think that's a great. And hope headache.
1: they think the same way towards me, but I don't know. Yes, you can't expect an apology.
0: Right. Right. Not like
1: now, you go. I I'm sorry, but now you about like this. Right.
0: No, I I wish everyone that, even the people that I didn't mention that are part of these stories. Oh, same. I wish everybody well and nothing but the best and with that my name is justin
1: dew and i'm nick gervasi
0: and you can reach us at our email point of at gmail.com or by sending us a voice message on our website anchor.fm forward slash point follow us on instagram and facebook at point of view podcast and twitter at point of view if you enjoy our show give us a rating or review in the apple podcast store or share us a friend with a friend or family member We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for all of your support. As always, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening, and until next time.